The Shorter Catechism begins by declaring that the chief purpose of our lives is to find endless holiness and happiness in God. Hello, this is Pastor James. Join me as I go through the Westminster Shorter Catechism week by week, unpacking what it means for us to be holy and happy. The King James Version of Job chapter 31 verse 1 is striking. I made a covenant with my eyes. Why then should I think upon a maid? Two things stand out about Job's resolve to maintain purity here. First, he reveals that he has made a covenant with his eyes. A covenant is a solemn arrangement that binds a person for life. Second, the content of this arrangement was for Job to keep his thoughts and his actions pure by actively abstaining from thinking sexually about women who were not his wife. Such a measure may seem extreme to many people today. With the ease of access to online pornographic material, engaging in impure thoughts, words, and actions in the secrecy of one's own room, away from the knowledge of other people, has now become normal for many people. Such activity, would, some would even reason, does no harm to other people and should thus be permitted as a matter of personal leisure. It is not true that such activities are harmless. By patronizing the pornography industry, consumers of such media participate in enabling a wicked culture that continues to objectify and exploit people who are made in God's image. There is great harm, too, done to the person who consumes pornographic material. Their minds and hearts are bent inwards so that they begin to believe the lie that other people's bodies exist solely for their own pleasure and recreation. This is why the Catechism reminds us that the Seventh Commandment is about much more than just the outward act of adultery or fornication. All manners of sexual sins are prohibited by this commandment. Question 72 of the Catechism asks, What is forbidden in the Seventh Commandment? Answer, The Seventh Commandment forbids all unchaste thoughts, words, and actions. The progression here should not be missed. The battle always begins in the mind. Although, as we have learned from Job, the door to impurity to enter is usually the eyes. Unchaste images enter through the eyes and make their dwelling in our hearts. Therefore, it is important for us to guard our eyes and our hearts from all kinds of sexual temptation. In James chapter 1 verses 14 to 15, we read 
of a helpful description of how sin progresses from temptation to death. Each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. But how about in terms of our speech? How can we break the seventh commandment through our speech? Impure words take many forms. They may include seduction, coarse joking, or speaking flippantly about sexual matters, and thus devaluing the covenant of marriage and the union between husbands and wives as God has designed it to be. In terms of actions, we must also be mindful of our purity, not only in how we act in relation to other people, but also in the manner by which we present ourselves. Modesty in clothing is also enjoined by this commandment. Not only should we make a commandment with our eyes not to look lustfully at others, but we must also refrain from presenting ourselves as objects of temptation to other people's lusts and wrong desires. The desire to be beautiful and presentable is commendable, but the desire to be sexually desirable or even seductive is a violation of the Seventh Commandment. Since sex outside of marriage is a sin against the Seventh Commandment, our sexual desirability should not be flaunted publicly, but instead reserved only for the spouse that the Lord gives us in marriage. This program was brought to you by Pilgrim Community Church, a confessional Presbyterian church that meets in Cubao, Quezon City. For more information, please visit our website at pilgrimcommunity.church.